Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. Go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm Brandon. I'm joined by a special guest today. She is the founder of the uh, Cathartic Realism Films, Miss Claire Chubbuck. Claire, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, your story is very compelling because, uh, you know, I've been reading numerous articles and I, I guess the way to start off this interview, let's talk about, I think you were at the age of who have been able to utilize tragedy with elevation towards kind of your purpose per se. Uh, that would be the easiest way to explain this, but tell it, let, let's go back in time and tell us about that defining pivotal moment when you pivoted, you were like, you know what? I'm sad. I can't do this anymore. But then you found the love of filmmaking. I did. So I was a little actually at the time, um, I was more like 25. And so but the five was right. Um, so at 25, I was working in studios, I was working an office job, and I um, ended up losing a fiance. And it was tragic. Um, it was upsetting. And it was the first dead body I had ever seen that hadn't been cured, right? And or hadn't been dressed and hadn't been um, done up in the way that we expect to see death in society, right? The only other time we're really confronted with death in society is in horror films. So we're conditioned to be afraid of people who have passed. So it was my first dead body I saw and it was someone I loved and it was unexpected. And so I... Um, I was clinically diagnosed with PTSD after that, and it was wow. hard to get into an office job, right? I showed up late. I was crying all the time. I like there were, I had to leave for extended lunches for therapy and that didn't work, right? Because it's a business and you know, to say like, if, if you died, they'll replace you the next day. If you are traumatized, they don't want you there anymore. Right. So you're a liability I, if you're traumatized, essentially. Exactly. And we all go through things, even if they're big T traumas, like what I feel I experience, but there's also little T traumas. People are human and we don't um, expect them to be like that as we are working with them in an office capacity. So I had to quit and I spent a lot of time being just sad and smoking cigarettes and playing Candy Crush, you know, and doing some bullshit, but doing things that were not helpful or conducive to healing. So I then started teaching actors how to act. And because uh, my mother does that, she's a very famous acting coach. It's actually in that picture right there. Hey. Um, I love her. She's my she's my girl. She's my woman. That's and awesome. Thank you. I have a really great relationship with my mother and she was broken for me. So she was like, here, teach kids how to act. Here you go. And I was really good at it. I was really, really good at it because my trauma allowed me to connect with people on a level that I wasn't able to before so that I could be authentically me. I could have real emotions and that showed them, Hey, 
I can have some real emotions too. So I saw how healing acting was using your traumatic experiences, but the difference, so it's called the Chubbuck technique. And the Chubbuck technique isn't just like how Stanislavski asks you to relive your life, right? The traumatic things in your life. We ask you to use, put your pain into prosperity, have conversations with people that you need to have that you can't have because it will either be destructive or they're dead or whatever. And so I was like, how important would this be to take this into the making of films? And so now I take that process of being able to communicate with people that you can't otherwise and communicate your own emotions into the writing, the creation, and the post-production of film. So what I let me just go elaborate a little more on what I mean by that. Um, have you ever had a traumatic experience? Absolutely. Okay, great. Sorry, not great that it happened. I think we great. all have. <laughs> we all have. Imagine having to write that story, but having to identify with the person who, let's just use the word abuser for the sake, or the person who was there with you, having to write right. their storyline as well. You get to walk away with a new understanding of why all of this happened. Even if it's not perfectly accurate, you still at least understand why another human would do that, taking away the fear of humanity. You also get to write your own ending because it's now your story that you are in the middle of creating. So you can write the ending you want to have. I think that's incredibly powerful. That is uh, absolutely. I mean, you, in a, essentially, you're receiving two different perspectives, your, your own personal uh, perspective and story, but then you have the other individuals you were just saying. So that is unique. Uh, in terms of, you know, yeah. where that, where that, uh, will that story be told happily? Will it, will it have the happily ever ending at the moment, uh, you know, attached? Yeah, exactly, and, and, exactly. And what what's crazy. Okay. So, so let's, it, it's not crazy, right? Let, let's, <laughs> let's talk about cathartic realism. Okay. So you found that through your trauma, directing and teaching these individuals how to act was refreshing and you found a love for it. So let's kind of mm -hmm. dive deeper into what is cathartic realism, because there's several articles on the web and I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm getting overwhelmed. Like, I got to ask Claire this question. Like, can you define cathartic realism? It's telling your story for the purposes of catharsis with the empowerment when you get to write your own ending. So that's like the short version of it. But what I, in addition to be able, being able to tell your own story, write your own ending, you get to show us how it felt for you. A lot of people go through the same things. Not everyone feels the same way about it, but right. with the sound design, with the color uh, temperatures, with the way we light it, with even the genre conventions we use in tandem with cathartic realism, you get to show the world what that felt like for you. So even if we have a, like five stories about, um, I don't know, one of the ones that's coming up is a story about erectile dysfunction. So let's talk, there's, let's say we have five stories about erectile dysfunction. They're going to be different because men feel differently about it or on sort of the darker side, um, five stories about rape, all are going to be different because of the way people experience them. Sometimes it's going to be a cathartic, real realist comedy. 
Sometimes it's going to be a horror film that features cathartic realism. But through the tools of cinema, sound design, um, angle choices, lens choices, we're really exploring how it felt and showing others how it felt. So then we can all not be so alone. That's very unique. So let's talk about some of the new projects that are very near on the horizon for you. Okay. Uh, so, so tell us about some of those projects. Like, what can we expect from cathartic realism films? So we are in post um, for a piece about miscarriage that's told from the male perspective. Wow. Um, yeah, I had a friend who I had a bunch of friends actually during COVID who um, experienced miscarriage. And this, this man, his name's Andrew, he went on the internet to see like resources for men and he found none. And so both of the actors that are in it actually went through um, miscarriages and they used making this film to help process that emotion. And what's really beautiful is they got to do it together in this loving environment. Um, so that we're on post on the next slate of films. One is my story about losing my fiance. Um, I'm going to spoil the ending to a drug overdose. Um, and that's told in a horror film style that helps me process that loss. Cause it was really, sorry, really scary, really scary right. for me. And so I want to use the conventions of horror to show the audience what it was like for me. And meanwhile, understanding why someone I love who I didn't know was using drugs and right. to find him like that, to see him in this uh, was so traumatic for me. I need to have this conversation with him that I'm never going to be able to have. Um, so that's one. And then the erectile dysfunction comedy, obviously it's a comedy. It's called me and my penis. And that is um, about a friend who is trying to overcome erectile dysfunction because of the pressures of performing when uh, when there's obviously when there's beautiful women in front of him, but it's beyond that because it comes from a place of self-loathing, right? So oh he doesn't goodness. feel worthy. These, these sound too entertaining to tune into. So I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward, most importantly, Claire, I'm looking forward to seeing you share your story, right? Because it's it's almost like you're bringing your testimony to the big screen. You're telling it from your perspective, your point of view, right? So others may see it as, okay, it's a tragedy. We all have deaths, but it it kind of was something that, that shaped your world, turned it upside down at that very moment, but it's kind of put you on the path that you're on now, which is which is very unique. In terms of advice, for those out there suffering? Because I, I could mm -hmm. say that this is probably a, a great question for those individuals. So for those out there suffering from PTSD, what advice do you have for them? Write it down, write it down. If you, if for you, if you want it to be in film style, that's great. If you want to just do emotive writing, there's been a lot of scientific proof, scientific studies based on emotive writing as a successful way to move past trauma. And in fact, um, there was one doctor, James Pennybaker found that it was more traumatic to keep it in than it was to actually process these emotions. So I'd say, find your bravery and call me, you know, call me like I'm around, I'm on Instagram. I respond to all the things, you know? So if you hit me up and you have questions, I will answer them. 
I'm here for, I think my, my numbers on the internet, my emails on the internet, find me because I, everything my, is on the internet <laughs> for all of you out there that want to get in contact with Claire. Okay. Yeah. Claire, my last question, and this is, we're going away from the topic, right? Of discussion. Go anywhere. What are your thoughts towards web 3.0 and kind of where the future is headed with all of this digital, virtual, augmented reality? Okay. So here's my view on that. So uh, I have two views. Can I share two? Sure. Great. One that is, um, I think that there's a lot of money that is being stolen from the people that we should be making money off our own data and we should be making money off the things that are available to us in web three. Uh, I also think that with all of like expanding web three into also AI, Right. It's why cathartic realism and telling our stories are more important than ever, because a robot or AI is going to be able to tell the perfect film, the perfect action film. It won't be able to tell us how it feels to be human. That's you're right. I mean, and and a lot of people are thinking that, you know, the immersive experience of an interview, per se, let's say that we're Mm -hmm. in the same room. It's not you can try to replicate that or duplicate that experience virtually, but it's not the same thing as, as the emotion of the individuals in the room. I mean, yeah, this is more of a virtual digital thing, but it's still, in my opinion, more immersive than placing a headset, an Oculus headset on my head and saying, Oh, you know, we're doing an interview. You know, it's just, it's not the same experience. Completely agree. The one thing I do love for an Oculus headset is have you played Beat Saber? It is an excellent I have not workout. Played Beat Saber. Let let give us a, a a quick rundown of Beat Saber. Oh, you hit blocks with your arms to the beat of your favorite song. <laughs> okay, so it's so it's like Guitar Hero, out. but it's called Beat Saber instead. Exactly. Okay, 100%. got you, yeah. got you. So, um, I was listening to Mark Zuckerberg speak on the Joe Rogan experience. And what was interesting is they were talking about the sport of boxing. And when you place that headset on like boxing, actually it feels real, but some of the other martial arts that they're trying to integrate, they have not figured out a way to create that real expression. So this is going to be very interesting to see what happens with VR and Web 3.0. But feeling real, have you been hit in the head? I got in a fight in high school once. I've been hit. I My experience on the Oculus would did not feel the same as getting punched no, from a girl does, at the not, rival high not. school. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Point taken. Point taken. Claire, thank you thank so you. much for being a special guest. Congrats on everything. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for taking the opportunity to bring your story to life in the film to showcase what your trauma, what your experience was, right? Because a lot of people don't get to see it from that perspective because most directors don't want to really dabble into that area with that kind of mechanism. So thank you so much. Good luck on everything. And uh, we'll talk very soon. You are fantastic. Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you. Claire Chubbuck right here on On Air with Brandon J. Brandon, we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Hi, I'm Adele. I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's J Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. 
Hi, this is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Oh, you need sometimes to be alone, to reflect on life and what we've done. Oh, you need sometimes to be strong, to be strong for you and me. Sometimes I sit and cry Wishing for someone to hold me tight Tight How can you go on feeling strong? To find a way to help myself get back on track, back on track again. Follow me on social media. Make sure you follow me on all social media at I am Brandon J. And if we are not connected on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Brandon J.
we try and we try over and over till we master each time and then we move forward but this time this time is something bigger Stop descending and everything's all said and done I'm graduating, graduating I'm graduating, graduating we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it news from hollywood execs artists talent entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon j yeah 
Freakside, Freakside up the green stripe with the Levi's yeah. Gucci slides on the street, but the street lies uh-huh. Prayers up, but the prayer never replies The goal is making it up, he's turning to Tom Ford okay. Smart Cielago with the butterfly doors yeah. Wanna see their jaws drop to the floor Make a call and it's yours, we can buy out the store Put the worries on hold, we can leave them in the place Close to what their mistakes does, we can leave alone in the base I'm dazed in amazement, tasting your fragrance The autumn Mars obsolete, don't wanna think about where the days went Everybody dare me, used to know the scared me I'm not living scared anymore Pick my sound from the ground, not compared anymore I used to ask if I could take off the mask If the man in the past would be proud of where I'm at Now I know, I'm dreaming of selling out arenas Now that people streaming won't be long Until I'm singing to my fans in the front row All it took was a chance, taking destiny to dance The rest of it wasn't planned Now we laying in the sand, yeah Now we laying in the sand, yeah Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.